Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. I know all of you like it when I say .com like that, so that's why I did it. So anyway, what are we going to talk about today? How about the best cities to become a software developer? I get asked this quite a bit, and you know, there's a lot of different choices here. But you know, what is the best place? Why why would you pick a specific city to become a software developer? Well, I've got a couple of opinions on this, and really what I think is the main factor in determining the best city to become a software developer is And it depends on what you're looking at, but mostly I'm looking at long-term. I'm saying if you're going to become a software developer, I'm assuming that you're fairly young, that you are not, you know, later in your career. If you're later in your career, this advice might not work as well. But I think one of the main factors to consider is the pay. How much money can you make? Now, I did a video talking about like moving to uh, to a, a, an extremely expensive city. I think I've got the video here. This video, I can't remember exactly the name of it, but hopefully, hopefully we can find this video. But the point of this was really this idea that if you can find a city that pays higher than average and has a lot of opportunity, and you can sort of arbitrage that situation by finding low cost housing, right? Which is something that you can do in any city. You just have to be smart about it, right? Even expensive cities like San Francisco or San Jose or New York City, if you're smart about it and you're willing to make some sacrifices, you can live for a lot cheaper. So, so let me give you an example here because a lot of people argue and say this is not true, but it, it really is true. So let's say that you're in some Midwest city, right, where you could get rent a one bedroom apartment in the US here for, I don't know, what, maybe like 400, 500 bucks a month, let's, let's say, right? Okay, you can't find a smaller space right, that you could get for one or $200 a month. In fact, you're not gonna find really roommate situations. Maybe you would, but 
you know, it's, it's already so cheap that you're not going to be able to save much money, right? So let's say that in the Midwest, the average developer salary, let's say you have some city there where the developer makes maybe at the high end 80,000 a year, where it's, it's really rare to find a developer that makes more than that. You know, that, that does exist, but let's just say, right? And your average rent for one bedroom place might be four or 500 bucks a month. Okay, now compare this to somewhere like, let's say Silicon Valley, let's say San Jose, right? Or San Francisco, right? Okay, a lot more demand. Maybe developer, as a developer, you could get paid like 120 or $130,000, right? Okay, this is not, and, and the upper limit's a lot higher. There's developers in Silicon Valley that are making $200,000 a year, more than that, $230,000 a year. It's, you know, there's, there's a pretty high range there. You're not gonna find that in the Midwest, right? Okay, now, an average one bedroom apartment in one of those areas might be really expensive. Well, relatively, maybe it's like $1,500, $2,000 a month, right? Okay, now if you just compare that, if you just take the street numbers and you said, okay, and do some calculations here and say, well, you know, if you can make $100,000 more or even $50,000 more, is it is it worth paying that because if your rent is, let's say, $1,500 more a month. So just looking at those numbers, maybe you can make $50,000 more in somewhere like San Jose and your rent might be another 16 or 17,000, maybe 20,000 a year. You're still going to have a net, right, of 30K. Now you're gonna pay more taxes potentially, but you're still gonna make more money, right? Does, does that make sense? Now, the thing you could do though, is you could find a place for $500 a month, right? So how could you do that? Well, you could, you could get a really, really small place, right? It'll be a sacrifice but you could find a really, really small place or you could find a place where you have roommates that's gonna be more common in those situations. You could find you know, some way to live for you know, maybe 500, maybe $1,000 a month, a lot less than what the average is. So the whole idea is this, right? And don't argue with me about the specifics because where there's a, will, there's a way, I know you can figure out how to do this, but all you're trying to do is this. You're trying to basically, you're, you're trying to get an above average pay with a, a below average cost of living or, or housing expense, right? So do you see what I'm saying here? You can get, if you can work both of those angles, then you're gonna make more money overall and you can take that money and invest it for your future, right? Or if you could even put a down payment and buy a property at some point in an expensive city and you're, and you're living in that or you know, and you can rent it out some rooms or something like that, you can really have a nice situation, right? Where you're, you're able to take advantage of that. So again, I know a lot of people argue about this, but, but just understand that the point is that in those more expensive cities, New York City, right? Chicago, San Francisco, San Jose, right? Different places like that where it's more expensive, you're gonna be able to have more opportunities for arbitrage situations. You're gonna have more opportunities where you can have a higher pay, plus there's gonna be more jobs, plus there's gonna be a higher cap on the pay, right? The, the higher you can go. So there's more opportunities like that and you're also going to have rent that's expensive, and the more expensive rent is, the more opportunities you could find there. More, you know, you got to get creative. So if you can get above average on the pay and below average on the rent, then you're gonna you're gonna make bank there, right? Because a lot of times the cost of living is is based on the average.
average, the standard, right? And, and sometimes in some of these high-tech areas, the, the pay is a lot more. So I would go to one of these high-tech areas. I would try to go to, to somewhere, like I said, like San Jose or New York City. And then, you know, and just based on pay, right? Well, if we just looked at pay, right, that would make sense, but it's not just pay. It's also opportunity, right? In those bigger cities, there's gonna be a lot more opportunity. There's gonna be a lot more chances for you to get a job. There's gonna be a higher demand. Yes, there'll be more competition, but if you specialize, if you do what I'm, I'm always telling you about, check out the playlist on specialization here. If you do that, you're gonna be able to find the job you're looking for better. It's, it's always difficult, right? If you're in a small city, if you're in a low cost of living place where there's not as many job opportunities, you may not be able to specialize. You may not be able to find the specialty that, that matches you, so that's gonna be harder, right? So you might just have to accept whatever job you can get, whereas if you go to one of these other places. The other thing you could do at these places that have a lot of high-tech jobs and a lot of high-tech companies, you can do this job swap thing, right? Every couple of years, you're moving to a new company and getting a bump in your pay. This is a good way to, to level up and ladder up the, the, your salary range to make more money. So yeah, so I would say that you, know, you wanna look for most expensive cities to become a software developer. And, and it's somewhat counterintuitive. I think a lot of developers think, oh, well, I should go somewhere cheap where I can live cheap. And a lot of you that probably watch my channel and, and know about investment and, and being frugal, and I always talk about that, and I, and, I, and I still think that that's a great idea. But it's not, you know, that doesn't mean that you should shy away from these more expensive cities. It just means that you gotta figure out how to get the advantages of being in an expensive city and to remove as many disadvantages as possible, right? Plus you're gonna just have a lot more opportunity. You're gonna be able to work for bigger companies. You know, you've got more chances of, of finding opportunity in some of these bigger cities. So that's what I would recommend is I think that these, these places that are more expensive, that are high tech cities, are gonna be better opportunities. There's also gonna be more opportunities for training. There's gonna be more boot camps and better boot camps and better meetup groups, right? Better events, right? Places where they have conferences and things like that. So, and, and big code camps, right? Think about how big is Silicon Valley code camp? It's a, it's a huge code camp, right? So anyway, that's, that's my opinion on it. Feel free to disagree, but uh, you know, this to, to me, this this makes sense, especially if you're earlier in your career and you can take advantage of getting this uh, this extra pay and investing. And you know, do something with that money. Don't just blow that money, right? You want to invest that money so that you're able to have a good future. If you want to know what to invest the money in, I can tell you there. That's real estate. You can check out my real estate playlist here. And I also have a course that's coming out, still in beta, sort of, uh, on, on real estate investment. If you really want to get it now, uh, you can check it out. It might be out by the time that you watch this video, but you can check that out here. Anyway, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. I uh, hope you like this video. And I have a, a question for you. Why haven't you subscribed yet? Just go ahead and click that subscribe button and subscribe to the channel. All right, take care. Talk to you next time.